Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. We are so happy to be with you here today. Uh, what's my name? My name is... <laughs> wow. What? My name is... <laughs> Sorry. I am Shay did Elliott. I just, did I just sing Eminem? Yes, you did. At the beginning of a Homemaker Chic episode. <laughs> shady. If you guys think that we haven't gotten the emails from people that are like, you are not chic. <laughs> oh, we have. <laughs> Chic? I don't think so. Um, uh, but we are the hosts of Homemaker Chic, so we'll just pretend that we are. Um, I am joined by my beautiful co-host, Angela Reed, of the blog Parisian Farm Girl. Hello. Hello. How are you this morning? Well, I'm broaching it up. I know. You're very festive. Beautiful yeah. snowflake brooch there for people Thanks. who aren't it's, watching the video. the form. season to yes. wear brooches yes. in your sweaters and your aprons. Yes, I love My that. My kids are like, uh, where are you going? I said, you know, I just like, I actually I have to confess, uh, I wore my pajamas all day over the weekend, <laughs> one day. And so now today I've got like a navy blue sweater on and a skirt. They're like, well, what's happening? I do remember, <laughs> like, I do, I'm normally dressed, right? Like, you're not going to grow up with me, like, memories of me in like your dad's pajama bottoms, braless in a t shirt, right? Like, Why would people this one is gonna say that we're not <laughs> chic? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Maybe it's time for us to have Jennifer back on and she can point us in the right direction. <laughs> Jennifer doesn't live in Wisconsin. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is so much easier to be chic and polished when you're always warm. Yes, it is a little bit more tricky where it's cold. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I got my fleece tights and my big wool skirts and so we're we're doing good. Yep. Yep. We got our first snow here the other day, and that is great. I went to the post office to mail a package, and this lady at the post office, she always doesn't really have a great attitude. And (laughs) so she looks outside, and she's like, oh, is it still snowing? I said, yeah, it's still snowing. And she's like, oh, it's miserable. And I just thought, you shouldn't live here. Like, right? it's the first snow of the year. It's still white and beautiful and it's christmas time and like why you gotta have this the bad attitude man like that's a hard way to go through life you know yeah yeah hating hating things like that (laughs) yes uh we got um slammed so normally it doesn't really do much here before the bay freezes over something about that giant mass of ice that really then brings it brings it down in January. But we got slammed like eight inches in 24 hours. Like I Mm -hmm. literally got the rest of my bulbs in the ground. I think I (laughs) even have like a little pile of snowdrops that didn't make it, which is very sad. Yes. Um, And then it just came down. I don't have the front entrance decorated yet. I'm going to try to do that today or tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Like my like signature like greens wrapped around my poles and with all my oranges and fun stuff. Like, it's not even like, well, sorry. Yep. Winter happened. Yep. Early. <laughs> and then, like, tomorrow it's going to be 50 degrees. So it will be a swamp. The mm-hmm. cow pen is going to be a disaster. Mm-hmm. Like, where you want to put down plywood. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. It is It is a bit of a messy time of year. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, that's just reflected in our homes a little bit. Isn't it? Just a little. Just a little bit. So we're going to be talking about that today. As you guys know, the the theme of season nine, which I can't believe we're just almost even to the end of it. It's crazy. It is crazy. Um, Is being the CEO of your home and sort of embracing that role and what that means for you as a homemaker in all different divisions, whether it's decorating for Christmas Preparing for winter, managing the slop that finds its way in, grocery shopping, meal planning, whatever that is, embracing that role as manager, as CEO of what you got going on. And today we really want to dive into the contentment aspect of that and really making do with what you've got, where you're at, because we hear a lot from you through our email that, you know, circumstances for listeners is all over the board. I mean, yeah. we've got people listening from all over the world. Every life circumstance 
you can possibly imagine. And so again and again and again, we drive back to this heart posture thing. And that's what we really kind of want to spend some time in today. Usually because we need the reminder too. (laughs) Right. Well, it's like a, um, it is a fun time of year for me. I think it's, uh, for lack of a better word, a glamorous time of year. Like this is where I'm personally exposed to more retail experiences. I will tolerate more retail experiences. I'm not a I don't enjoy retail, Um, but this is where, like, if I still lived in Chicago, like, I would be wanting to go to Nordstrom or wanting to just go look at the windows, at least. I was telling the girls the other day, I don't know if they still do this because um, Marshall Fields closed so long ago. It was bought out by Dayton Hudson's and then Macy's and stuff, but on Michigan Avenue, when I was growing up, um, somebody will have to tell me this, still lives in the city, uh, the windows at Marshall Fields every year at Water Tower were um, Cinderella. Mm. It was so beautiful. So every year it was the Cinderella story, but every year it was different. And you'd walk on the sidewalk like from each like stations oh. of the cross. You'd walk from to each one and see like follow the story around mm-hmm. the block. And I have like the best memories of that. Just that glitz and glamour. We'd always go down. We'd go to Tiffany. You know, mm-hmm. we just do all the things that we never, ever would normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, like the time of year, it, I do. I want to get up my rhinestone brooch and I want to be a little bit more glamorous. Um, but that takes when you like expose yourself to all the pretty things out there. It takes um, <laughs> yep. some girding of your loins if you're very visually stimulate, stimulated mm-hmm. by all those pretty things to um, be grounded and and be content. I, and I don't think there's anything bad in just wanting new things. I think it's just kind of comes back to what we talk about all the time. Like what position is, does, is that want coming from in your heart, you know, big time. So it's, um, it's an interesting time of year for me in my heart, because I have all these homespun cozy notions and desires and traditions. And at the same time, like I could go to Nordstrom and throw down, you know, (laughs) like this would be the time of the year I would actually want to do that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny hearing you talk about walking on those streets and seeing the window displays. I've only ever seen that in movies. Like, Oh, no, it's very much like the movies. Yeah. That's like how I picture like walking down town Manhattan. I don't know if Manhattan has a downtown, but like that's kind of what I (laughs) picture. Manhattan is downtown, you dork. I don't know. I don't know these I'm things. I'm from Wenatchee. Listen, we used to go to Seattle like once a year and we'd go to Costco. Like that was where we went because we didn't have a Costco. Um, we didn't do that kind of thing. And so <laughs> I texted Joel the other day. He was at Costco. He's like, where is such and such? I said, like, stand in front of the diamonds and then turn left. And ellipsis, <laughs> never buy me diamonds from Costco. <laughs> Yeah, I sort of, you know, I have this idyllic idea in my mind of that, of that Christmas shopping. Um, Miracle on 34th Street. That's what I think where it comes from, you know, where it's that's based in New York and it's the glitz and the glamour of Christmas. And have you seen this movie, Miracle on 34th Street? I'm really bad with the old Christmas movies. No, it's a new. Um, I watched the new version. Okay. Anyway, I mean, no. So I. Haven't. It's glitzy and glamoury and beautiful and Christmassy and all that fun stuff. And I completely agree. I could, I could throw down, but uh, guess what? I live on a farm, right? and I am hours. Right. I am, you know, even Seattle's not that big. Like I am a well away, placed far away from anything like that. And so I think we both probably are like. I mean, because Green Bay doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, Different, I'm, you know, three from Milwaukee. Does mm-hmm. that count? No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a long ways Sorry, away Milwaukee. from where we are right now. <laughs> right. And and that's okay. And I think, you know, part of what this and I think this genuinely can be a trap for homemakers because so many of us do have different sides to our personality. Mm-hmm. We are nuanced. I mean, think about your blog, Parisian Farm Girl. Like exactly. when you think of a Parisian, you do not think of a farm girl. And yet right. you can throw down and butcher a pig. And at the same time, you could be speaking French and doing whatever it is that people do in Paris. <laughs> like, 
talked about, I was going to say having high tea, but that doesn't sound right. Uh, no. <laughs> anyway, it's, we're nuanced, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's the same kind of thing. And we've talked about this before, but I grew up sort of with this idea that it, you were this person and, and nuance was not allowed. Hmm. You know, if you were going to quote identify as this type of a right. person, then here's the clothes you wear. Here's the music that you listen to. Here's the types yeah. of vacations that you took. And that's just not the way people are. What a stupid and boxed in way to see the world. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think some people are out of pressure. Yeah. Or or like sometimes I, I do think there's a, a lot of people especially women, like they need like a permission slip to show all their sides or yeah, to like, oh, I'm actually in interested in that than, too. In that. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, very much so. I feel like that even now with lifting weights, because it's like you do that and you wear like an apron and skirts and mm-hmm. aren't you just supposed to wear your gym clothes all the time? <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> it's like, right. no, not necessarily. You can find interest in that and you can find interest in makeup and you can find interest in archery and you can find interest in milking a cow, whatever you want. And that's okay. But I think that's where we can get kind of malcontent when we mm. when we have just sort of boxed ourselves in and not let ourselves explore these maybe these other interests that we have. And that doesn't mean we're going to have the time or the resources to dive into them all, all the time, whenever we want. We can be dabblers and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if we're talking about, we're going to be talking about doing what we can with what we've got, where we're at. And that could even be true for, you know, things we'd like to explore, different pieces of ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's um, – okay, go ahead. I was going to cue the Y music. Oh, that's a great idea. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I have coffee, but you cue that, girl. Okay. I actually have coffee too, but I want to share with you guys something really special. After Angela introduces the wine segment. Oh, yes. Why don't I do that? This is the part of the show sponsored by Dry Farm Wines. And if you missed our great interview with Todd on Monday, be sure to check that out. because We haven't had him on since season one. So he gave us a really fresh rundown. We learned a few new things, Mm -hmm. a few rather disgusting things about wine, fish bladders and egg whites. Hello. Uh, So check that interview out. Um, And then he talked a little bit with us about food pairings and so we'd like to invite you guys to try dry farms if you never have visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker sheet you are going to get your first bottle for a penny these wines uh, in case you missed it are uh, sugar free there's no added sugar there's no uh, added gmo yeast there's no purple dye there are no fish bladders involved <laughs> <laughs> so gross i'm gonna hang on to that one forever <laughs> uh Shay and I, Shay's been drinking this wine for longer than I have. She converted me a couple years ago. I can never go back. In fact, I have a few occasions coming up and I'm thinking, am I going to just like wear a flask in my garters? Like how am I going to mm-hmm. my, bring my own dry farm along? What am I going to do here? Uh, so dryfarmwine.com forward slash homemaker chic. Mm-hmm. Give it a try. Uh, grab yourself a few bottles of bubbly for New Year's Eve. If you're not prepared for that holiday weekend. And let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. And on that yes. note. Okay, what, I want to... What did you say well, yesterday, I'm I assuming, think, or what do you have for tomorrow? I think it's really easy when people hear us talk about wines. A, they think we're talking about, like, go spend a ton of money on a ton of wine. And that's not what we're saying. We have driven home right. time and time again. Better, not, more. Mm-hmm. And at least for, I'm speaking for us, we would so much rather only be able to enjoy a bottle every now and again if it was a really good bottle of wine. Right. And so I don't mean go spend your mortgage payment on wine. That's not what we're talking about. But I think a lot of people get really intimidated by wine. And so they find one at the grocery store that they like and they just keep buying that one. And they because they genuinely don't know how to piece things together. Well, when we had Todd on, he told us about the Dry Farm Wines app. And I want to talk about how this works. It's a really simple app. So you just download Dry Farm Wines. You got the two little antlers. And I want to show you how this works. So I am making a beef stew tonight. And it's going to be meaty and herby and like dense and rich and fatty and flavorful and all the things that I want in a beef stew. Okay? Okay. So I pick out (laughs) a bottle of red wine to have alongside 
my beef stew. So I scan it. I mean, there's just, you literally just like hit the button, take a picture of the front of your bottle and it pulls it up on this app, which you can see if you guys are not watching the Patreon videos, it'll tell you what the alcohol percentage is, what the residual sugar in the wine is, what the sulfite measure is. Those are naturally occurring Mm -hmm. sulfites, the color, the varietal, the weight. So this one says medium body and the country is Austria. Then it has some tasting notes. And this is this is where it gets interesting for the person at home drinking wine. I need something pretty hefty to stand up to a really hefty stew. Mm-hmm. Well, when I so I pick up this red, I wonder if this would be a good pairing. I scan it and it says a rich, robust aroma of dried and fresh red, blue and purple fruit gently emerges in the glass, transitioning to a soft, subtle palate with underlying energy and restraint. Sounds oh delicious, does not sound like the right pairing for a beef stew. No, no. And so that was really helpful. And then it has some pairing suggestions. So like pickles and boiled potatoes, fondue, grilled mm-hmm. pork chops with apple and mustard, those sorts of things. So like yeah. slightly lighter foods in terms of flavor profiles. Anyway, it was just really helpful. And then it even has a little spot at the bottom where you can add tasting notes for different bottles so you can track. And then you can add... um Click here to request a one-time order of this wine or wines like it. So if you really like a bottle, it makes it really easy to just order it right from there. But it was just really helpful for me to to say this looks like a delicious wine, but I should probably save it for something that it'd be a little bit more fitting to because you Mm -hmm. don't want to open a nice bottle of wine and not have it sit well with what you're serving for supper. And so it does just take a ton of the guesswork out. I love that. I'm, uh, mm-hmm. You guys, if you didn't hear Monday, you'll hear our sheer embarrassment that we didn't, didn't know there notice. was a dry farm app. <laughs> Homemaker Chic is like one of the top couple of uh, dry farm audiences mm-hmm. in the world. You guys have been very responsive to their wine. And um, I think we, there's a reason for that. <laughs> it's Yeah, there's a reason because we're all very like-minded as far as health and farming and, and this better, not more idea. And this app Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. I can't believe we didn't know about this app, but it's just going to take it to the next level. It is because if you open it up, there's actually, um, you know, there's articles on dry or sweet, what sets mm-hmm. natural wine apart, wild botanicals. You know, there's there's a lot of information. And I think that that's helpful because I, I at least I'm this way. If you tell me why, I understand. If you just mm-hmm. tell me to do something, I I won't do it. Even with, like with recipes, it's like, do this because the cream of tartar helps blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, uh-huh. I won't skip that. Thank you. Right, right. <laughs> so it can be helpful. Anyway, dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Dry Farm. Thank yes. you, audience. Yes. Uh, okay. I found this quote. Okay. If you'll indulge me. Okay. Because if we're looking at our homes right now and what we have, whether it's um, do we have a stack of old wrapping paper that we haven't used yet, and should, do we need to resist going out and buying more, uh, or uh, you know what what is it? Okay, um, I liked this. I don't know if there's any conversation to be had around this quote. Um, Kel Surprise, it's Chesterton. Chesterton. Uh, True contentment is a thing as active as agriculture. It is the power of getting out of any situation all that there is in it. It is arduous and it is rare. Mm -hmm. And I liked this because for me, I hope I'm interpreting this correctly. I like this when thinking about my home as this sort of blood from a turnip idea, Mm -hmm. um, mindset at this time of year instead of um, going out for more and more and more. What, What is right here? What resources do I have? What do I need to just look at? And maybe I can get something out of it by simply being thankful for it. Maybe there's <laughs> nothing really physically to get or mm-hmm. extrapolate, but maybe I will receive something by just being thankful for it. Or what can I use? I don't know. It's, I like this quote mm-hmm. for right now. I like this This like squeezing out. Like what have we been so blessed with? And we've all been blessed with something. Yeah. Things, you know, what can we get from it mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good time of year to contemplate just that. And 
I think this can go a couple of ways because I do think there are those people listening who just need to be reminded that it's okay just to sit still and just to be grateful. Mm, And like there's still, ouch. Yeah, there's a lot to that. And um, so I shared about this a couple of weeks ago, but like uh, I find when when my mind is really going haywire and we just talked about this. A way to settle it is just to look around and to name the things that you see. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting here. I'm having a panic time. I look and I see, I see a red door. I see a chandelier. I see the dried hydrangeas in the vase. Just to name them. Mm-hmm. Because it says, hey, mind that's spiraling and going, this is what you're thinking about. I'm di- I am directing you. And I think the same can be said for contentment or just thankfulness for what we've been given. If you just sit on the couch in your living room, you know, and you just say, I am thankful for a warm house. I am thankful for a couch to sit on. I am thankful for the sound of the kids playing and bickering in the other room. <laughs> like mm-hmm. your mind can just run away with you, can't it? Like you actually yeah. have to redirect it. And one way to do that, I think, is just to name it, just to name those blessings as you see them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's one part of it. But then the flip side of that is to, for those people who are movers and shakers and want to put their hand to something, like I get you too. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was, when Stu and I were newly married and poor My aunt said to me, just make do with what you got where you're at. And it was very simple, but it was like, okay, that's what I can do. And and so I think we should dive into that a little bit. Like, what does that look like for the homemaker who really does want to cultivate a home, but doesn't necessarily have the resources to do it, or she's not in the the place that she'd really like to be in? Um, What does that look like for her and ways that she can do that? And that it's, it's a training. It's a muscle. Like all the things we talk about, I think, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think you should sort of share your story a little bit about halfway. Just in general, how you guys sort of attack that, because that was very much like a not where we want to be. Right. Right. Lots to be thankful for. But you you took this to the extreme of like, let's do what we can where we're at with what we've got. Special thanks to Anna Luisa for sponsoring the show. For our patrons who watch the show, you've seen our jewelry. And we love Anna Luisa. Their pieces are feminine and elegant. Shop.analuisa.com forward slash homemaker is where you need to head. Released in limited batches every Friday. Each piece is put through rigorous testing to ensure the quality is unmatched. From gold hoops to gemstones and pearls, no matter the time or the occasion, Anna Luisa has you covered. For the holidays or for everyday style at home, we love their pieces starting at $39 and they are currently running the biggest sale of the year. You can get 60% off your second item when you visit shop.analoisa.com forward slash homemaker, 14 karat gold plated brass and sterling pieces decked in lab grown diamonds are my choice for this holiday season. For 60% off your second item, visit shop.analoisa.com forward slash homemaker. If you're feeling stuck in your kitchen, uninspired, and frankly, not loving the food that you've been putting on the table, I want to personally invite you to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliotthomestead.com to get started. As a cooking community member, you will get five farm fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you a thorough instructional video showing you how to create the dish in your own kitchen with tips, tricks, and pointers to help you learn new skills and advance in your cooking abilities. The cooking community is designed to get you passionate about good food, to get you fired up, to get you skilled up, to get you excited about cooking and serving up delicious whole food-based dishes on your table. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now. Choose the membership package that's right for you and let's get cooking. Also, if you're looking to give a gift this holiday season, I'd love for you to visit cook.theelliothomestead.com forward slash a dash la dash c-a-r-t-e. That's a la carte to shop a few special recipe packages of various sizes and topics that are perfect for gifts and come with a physical gift card in the mail. Let's get cooking. 
Uh, so the backstory is with the um, 2007-2008 recession, the um, like a lot of people, <laughs> that really hit us hard and we, we uh, lost our home. Um, and so we... The timing was um, interesting and in that we had wanted to move anyways, not not on that note, mm-hmm. um, not with our heads hanging in, in shame. It was quite humbling. Um, but we found a farm and we wrote a we we wrote a proposal for the landlord and said, you know, here's our situation. When you check our credit, it's not going to be pretty. And um, but here's our skill set. Here's what we bring to the table. Here's our children. Like we put pictures of the kid. Like we wrote a proposal. Mm-hmm. Um, here's how long we'd like to live here. Uh, we will do X, Y, Z to the property. Um, if you'll give us a slight discount on the rent and we will sign a three year lease so you can stop hustling uh, for renters. Mm-hmm. And we knew that uh, held some weight because he was he did use a realtor to rent it out. So, of course, there would be a commission and we could save him that commission. Um, so this place was a dump. It was a dump. Um, sad. It was for me, the farm girl in me, like really sad Mm -hmm. to see such a charming house and property just be used that way. Just gross and, and unattended to for a good 40 years. So, um, we went in and worked on it for six weeks on our own very small dime yanked out carpeting and painted everything white um just from the stress of what we had gone through i was a very you know me i'm very colorful i'm like forget it just everything neutral i just need to clear my brain i need to have as much mental space as possible so we sold a ton of stuff on garage sales and did all this work and this house we called it halfway farm because we figured this is going to be a halfway point to get to our dream which was um in fact, moving up here to Door County. Um, I think this really reflects this Chesterton quote um, when he says, you know, it's the power of getting out of any situation, all that there is in it, mm-hmm. because we did squeeze this three acres for all that it was worth. And um, we made it ours and it took uh, time and it took this, it took this heart position of, um, like I'm not just gonna, going to survive this transition, this awful thing. Like we're going to find a way to thrive. We're going to find a way to be creative. We're going to find a way to keep having babies. We're going to <laughs> to keep continuing on with life. Like, mm-hmm. um, and that that um, mindset like came out in my decorating. I think it came out in the time I was willing to spend digging a garden that I knew would someday just go back to being a dog run. And, um, it was really interesting and challenging to just use everything we had and move it around, repaint it, reposition it. And we just got, I felt like it was this period of time where we just got everything out of every situation. And I know we have, uh, audience members that rent and we've done episodes about this, about like what to do if you live in a rental. And even when we had Marion Parsons on, we mm-hmm. talked about making your place your own. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad we did that. I, we could have just said, okay, well, those these, this money, this very precious money that we're going to put into this place, like we could have said it's probably not the wisest thing to do that. We should just sit tight and, and, and not spend any extra money, even just like the payment to like get rid of the carpeting, you know, take it to the dump and get rid of it. But um, I'm so glad that we looked at this place and thought, okay, we're going to get everything out of it. We're going to put in the work um, because as it turns out, we were there another two years. So we were there five years. And I think had we had a different attitude, just this like, woe is me. We're going to live in this dump. You know, we're going to just eke it out. Um, The time, that time, the three years and then the subsequent you know, the, the five years total, it ended up being really magical. We learned a lot. The children felt like it was their home. Uh, there were aspects we didn't like. Their landlord was around all the time. It, it was We knew it wasn't our home, and that was a constant source of conversation. But we created um, an environment. We squeezed it for all it was worth in where we could um, be who we were mm-hmm. and not, like, suppress who we were while we were in this sort of awful transition phase. 
there's something about that that makes me feel very emotional. And I don't know if it's because that's where you were when I met you. It's happening to me like while I talk about it. Or because I think it was. It was it was a particularly magical and valuable time. The same time that you were there, we were in a very similar situation on our rental farm. And I think, you know, we sort of learned to do a lot of these things and not ideal and not our dream situations. It's not like we just yeah. bought the farm and then bought the cow and like had all these magical things fall into place. Um, it was a, it was all sort of built during these transitional years. Mm -hmm. And it was those years where like, you know, if you butchered a pig and you were rendering the lard, like not a drop was wasted. Yeah. You know, I'm, quite literally picturing like squeezing it for all it yeah. was worth every drop of milk every vegetable you know all of it it was so precious and so valued and yeah it's i don't know it's it is kind of an emotional thing because you don't stay there forever you don't stay in periods of transition forever mm -hmm. um that's not true necessarily of finances. Like I know a lot of our listenership, like you guys are on tight budgets and that's forever, <laughs> you know, for right. the, for as right. long as you can see that's going to be the situation. And so um, I don't mean that. I just mean times almost like of emotional transition more than mm -hmm. anything. But yeah. Um, yeah. What a special time. What a special time that that was and how much there was to be learned during that time. Mm -hmm. And then there were, you know, where there were moments when I could do things and they were like amazing as a creator. So I remember the year I, I didn't know Junior was coming. I had five children. I was so proud of my five beautiful children. And I thought, I'm going to make stockings and going to the fabric store. And I like worked all the Joanne fabric coupons that I could. I mean, it was an extravagance for me to get this fabric and the, you know, the, I can't even think of the word, the fabric that you spray on to make the fabric a little, th or that you iron on to make it a little thicker, not underlayment, I can't think of the word, glitter, you know, and even just to spend the time I got my sewing machine out and kitchen mm -hmm. was a mess, like that was incredible. And so I got to do something very special for the family and acknowledge, okay, this is money that we spent because we think like these stockings will be important to your childhood and to the the vibe of the home at Christmas. And I remember hanging them up. I remember then two years later having to find more fabric so I could make another one for Junior. And mm -hmm. there were like these little pockets of what maybe it wasn't decadence, but for us at the time it was decadence. I remember um, I saved $300 one winter to be able to go buy $300 worth of flowers. Um in the spring. And it was amazing. Mm -hmm. And it probably was frivolous because they weren't going to last. It was just, just to make it look pretty. And, mm -hmm. but like you learn something in those moments. I learned something in, in the saving during that winter. I learned something in like saying no to things so I could have them. I learned something in, um, taking something that was really ugly and trying to make it beautiful, knowing that probably the only person that would appreciate it was me. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I think there's something for that too, for the homemaker, um, especially the mother, I suppose. Um, cause when she's comfortable in her surroundings, I mean, for, well, maybe I shouldn't speak for everyone. My surroundings are like my wardrobe, like they're an extension of how I'm feeling at the time. And so to have those moments where I could, you know, have a little bit of extra mm -hmm. money and do something fabulous in this rental space was a form of self-expression. Mm-hmm. And for the homemaker who, you know, that doesn't mean that you're going to have necessarily extravagance all the time. So like maybe this Christmas you're in a really difficult financial position. Maybe you're not feeling jolly. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. You know, you're not, maybe something has happened in your circumstances and you're just, you're just not feeling it, man. Um, but part of it, part of what we're calling homemakers to do is to, to, rise to do what they can where they're at. And maybe that means that you can't do a Christmas feast this year, but maybe mm -hmm. you can do something, 
something that affects the aroma of your home and shifts it into the direction that you want to go. And Mm -hmm. we talked about this a little bit on, when was it last Thursday, about talking to yourself and not just listening to yourself. And the same can be said on today's episode, you know, and there have been many times in my life where I'm feeling one way and I have to tell myself, okay, you can sit here and wallow that your circumstances aren't what you want them to be. And maybe you're even Mm -hmm. right. Like maybe you are perfectly justified in wanting to sit there and wallow. I think, and I think that's important, like to acknowledge, like there are really crappy situations. Yeah. It's not that you're always in the wrong because you're malcontent or that no. you're struggling. Or that you're struggling. You're, like, let's like acknowledge, like the, when the joke, you know, the struggle is real. The struggle is bloody real. Mm-hmm. And yes, I it mean, is like for, for many of you, it is happening. You can't, don't like denying it and trying to Pollyanna your way out of it is not the solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we heard from a listener um, just a couple weeks ago in email, and they she lost both of her parents within a very short period of time. And you know what? She's probably not feeling it this year. Right. But, okay, here's where you are. Like on a map, you are here. Mm-hmm. What can you do here with what you've got? What can you do here with what you've got? And whether that's limited emotions or limited resources or limited joy, um, what can you do here? And, you know, that's going to look different. Right. And it it doesn't always have to be, again, where it's not not always uh, pull yourself up. Like she doesn't need to pull herself up by her bootstraps. That doesn't that doesn't fall on that doesn't need to follow under her can do category. Maybe her can do category is picking up the phone and saying, I'm a wreck. I need meals for the next two weeks mm-hmm. to her church. That maybe that's the one thing she can do. You know, it's it's not always just like this rise to, I'm not, like, we're not trying to convey that it's this rise to the occasion mm-hmm. can do every time. Sometimes the can do is, this is not my year for Christmas. Yeah. Like, or I, kids, yeah, I need here's, the, here's the ornaments. Here's the tree. Have mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Mom will be under an Afghan. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I do think that that's an important point because- There are things that do require you to pull yourself up. There are things that Mm -hmm. do require you to move to action, whether you feel like it or not, okay? There are times where the homemaker is lazy and, frankly, is just not doing a good job. There are those times. Right. Right. Then there are times where, you know, that is just not the case. That Mm -hmm. is not the case. And so one must practice wisdom in in determining, is this something that I'm just, you know, kind of being a loser about? Because <laughs> you know? I want to go get into a hot bath and I don't want to wash my dishes, right? right. Um, can I just do the hard thing here? Um, it's also good to recognize that just because you're in bad circumstances, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have, you're going to be in a bad place emotionally, you know, like- right. And that's okay too. So this mm-hmm. podcast might find you in that situation. And maybe it's just limited resources. Maybe it's not having your family around for the holidays. You know, what can you do? Can you do an online, you know, like wine drinking soiree with your family over mm-hmm. Zoom? Like, right. you know, can you share a meal with some computer screens as you set them at the table? Or can you invite a neighbor over? Or can you make a really special meal just for your family? Like, what are the things that you can do? where you're at. And I think that's that is momentum for the homemaker. And sometimes mm-hmm. when you do find yourself in a bit of a pit, the best thing you can do is just try to get momentum to roll out of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I keep a little thing, a little note on my phone. I use notes all the time. It's a little note and it's yeah. just like it just literally says things I can do. <laughs> right. And it's these a list of small little things that I've kind of wanted done, kind of could tend to, uh, kind of could plan for so that when I'm feeling that just swamp of, I am really not, you know, in the right place (laughs) Mm -hmm. for whatever reason that may be, what are some things that I can do to sort of set off in the right direction for what I want for my home, for myself, for my family, for the way that I ultimately deal with this, you know, Mm um, I'm kind of reminded of this and I think, This kind of goes back to the halfway story a little bit. But 
I recently uh, found this Instagram feed, and this was a woman who had mad design skills, obviously. Hmm. And for whatever reason, her husband did not want to participate, or maybe he wasn't handy. I don't really quite remember the backstory. But she sort of was like, okay, I could kind of just be sour (laughs) that he won't do what I want him to do. She really wanted him to bust out this wall in her kitchen so that she could Mm. redecorate her kitchen. And he wouldn't do it. (laughs) So she's like, okay, so then what what can I do? And so she set out to completely, on a very limited budget, transform her home with paint and wallpaper and anything that she could do without without help. So she's handy. You know, I think she was able to do some trim work. Um, all the furniture, any design elements that were changed were all found on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> and so and she transformed her world. I mean, mm-hmm. just did these amazing projects with paint. And I'll tell you, yeah. I remember selling a juicer. That we got for our wedding so that I could go buy a so can you of paint. Buy paint. I do. I sold it to my friend Amanda. She bought it. It was a Jack LaLanne power juicer. And I was going to be so healthy. And then I couldn't afford all the fruits and vegetables to make the juice. <laughs> <laughs> and so I sold it to her. I took the money. I went and bought my first can of Annie Sloan paint. Do you remember Annie Sloan paint? Oh, yeah. It was like mm-hmm. the first chalk paint. That Mm -hmm. I was exposed to. And I had to drive like 25 minutes to get it from where we lived. And it was a really big deal. And, you know, but that was it. Like that was a way that I could transform my surroundings so that they were, you know, joyful. And here's the Mm -hmm. other thing too. And I don't want, I don't think homemakers need to feel guilty about this. Let me just preface by saying that. Okay. Somebody asked this woman on her Instagram. She said, well, how do you? how do you have the energy to do all this? Like, aren't you tired? I'm tired. Why aren't you tired? And she said, (laughs) she said, you underestimate how motivated I am by beauty, by being Mm -hmm. surrounded by beauty. And you know what? Not everyone is that way. Not everyone who listens to this podcast is that way. Some of you don't care what color your walls are. Okay. That's okay. You are cultivating your home in your own special and unique way. Mm-hmm. But some of us are motivated by beauty. And I actually showed it to Stu and I was like this, like beauty doesn't motivate him the same way that it motivates me. So when I want to redo something, he's like, why? Why would you want to do that? Right. You know, well, I want to do this for the same reason that you want to learn a new scale on your guitar because that it's motivating to you. It's what you love. It's what mm-hmm. it what gives you the butterflies inside. And so. Even if we let's pretend like we're out of this emotional zone, let's just go into like the physical actualness of what we're creating in our homes with what we've got. Okay. That might just be a can of paint. And right. that's okay. I mean, this is exactly what you did at Halfway. You came in with paint and oh with a bunch of thrifted furniture. <laughs> right. <laughs> I remember one year, like <laughs> getting ready to decorate for Christmas. And I had all these, you know, the twall drapes that people see on my YouTube channel and my blog. Like, I made those 20 years ago. Those drapes are so old. And don't ask me about the fabric because you can't find it. Mm-hmm. If you can, I'm buying it before you can. <laughs> I need more. <laughs> no, it's Rich Loom uh, Paprika twall, I think, something. I don't know. I would love to find more of it. I found it at Hobby Lobby 20 years ago. I had, for in our first home, I had. No, like first, first home, like these drapes are old. I made them and I just kind of take them from house to house and I manipulate them to keep working. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like um, they're super played out. They're down in my living room right now. They probably look silly. I can't let them go. Um, But I remember at halfway there was like this nook where we stuck our piano and it was Christmas time. Like, ah, I need to do something I need to do something. I, I've got these stockings hanging. I need to give a backdrop. I need need some oomph. By that point, I was kind of coming out of it. I'm like, okay, Revere Pewter, you're not really speaking to me as much anymore. I need some more color. And so I went to my linen closet where I had the extras because there was only two windows in the living room and found like just two huge, two more huge drapes. 
And I strung them across this piano nook and then swagged them. And it made mm-hmm. like this entirely new space. It was just kapow, right into the middle of the mundane, you know, just with like some fabric. And you know what happens with me and fabric. Give me fabric. Give me a staple gun. Yep. Staple guns, on. baby. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, I just did this because I needed something. I just needed something. And I, there's like this little dead zone hallway. It's like a two by two little landing between my children's bedrooms. It comes off the dining room. You've got a little two by mm-hmm. two square, maybe three by three. I don't know. And then a door on either side to go into the children's bedrooms. I had a little scrap of wallpaper and I had half a can of paint. And I was like, well, let's just let's just see what happens here. So I blood from a turnip. Baby. Exactly. Blood from a turnip. <laughs> yeah. And I did. I put the wallpaper up just on this one little accent wall. Um, totally changed the feel of it. And then I send a picture to Angela and she's like, girl, what are you waiting for? Just so my the doors in all of my dining room are painted this cranberry color. I think it's called Fireside by Magnolia. Firelight, okay. Fireside. I don't remember. Anyway, it's fire something. Mm-hmm. And so I send this picture to Angela and she's like, you definitely need to paint the trim. Like, go, just go for it. And when Angela gives me design advice, I usually take it for the record. (laughs) (laughs) And so I did. And I cannot believe what it did to this space. And it took me 20 minutes, like 20 minutes and some paint I had left over from painting Mm -hmm. the doors. And it was, you know, it just kind of comes full circle when, when you're looking at this small, small, little insignificant thing, this little teeny space that no one goes in except the children but you can see to then be able to look at it and say what can i do with what i've got with what this house is you know it's not going to mm-hmm. be it's never going to be anything other than what it is but right i can make it the best version of itself it can be for myself and for the people who live in it so that we can enjoy it to the fullest you know, and even Stu, who's not motivated by beauty in the same way that I am, was like, wow, that that changes it. That makes it something completely different. It's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it, that was, to me, that was the encouragement I needed. Like, the details matter. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's all you can do. And maybe right. all you can do is make sure your baseboards are clean. Right. Maybe that's what you can do with what you've got. Like, that's enough. Mm-hmm. That's enough. Yeah. Elevate with what you have on hand. Mm-hmm. And what's amazing is when you train your eyes then to see that. And I was like, for this example, I was able to look at this little hallway and see the transformation that came. And the great thing about these small projects and using what you've got is that they don't, t- it doesn't tend to overwhelm you, right? right? Because it's usually these small things that you can sort of tend to in half a day or whatever. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, I started seeing these little pockets around my house, these sort of forgotten, (laughs) unloved little details of things. And for me, at least, and like this is actually it's actually restful for me to create these little pockets of beauty for my to enjoy, to make beautiful Mm -hmm. and to enjoy. And so and it's a muscle too. Yes. um it's definitely a muscle. You definitely get better at it. And then you get better, like if we're going to talk about design, you get better when you're out, like say you you are at the thrift store or something, you get better at like looking at something and go, that would fill a gap. Mm-hmm. That would, you know, when we first moved here, you know, right after you moved, like we went from halfway farm and we're like saving every penny for the down payment on a house. And um, it was, um, let's see, what's today, Thursday? So Saturdays are for your anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh so like just right before Christmas, like had nothing and mm-hmm. um, went to the thrift shop, local thrift shop and bought a $6 plaid curtain. And I used every square inch of that plaid for like little curtains in the kitchen mm-hmm. just to give it a Christmassy vibe. They didn't even really gather. <laughs> like they were a little <laughs> bit more straight because there was so little fabric to go along. But um, yeah, there's so many things I think we underestimate that we can do in our homes mm-hmm. and Again, that could that could filter into your wardrobe right now. That can filter into your gift giving, how you're wrapping your presents, um, mm-hmm. whether it's an old roll of wallpaper that you need to, 
you overordered and your project is done, maybe wrap your presents with that. I mean, there's so much um, contentment at hand. But like we always say on the show, like eyes to see it. Mm-hmm. And you you do get better at it. Um, and I think, you know, a few minutes ago we were talking about, you know, what what follows under this category of can can do. And sometimes we're in the wrong. Sometimes we need an attitude adjustment. And sometimes we need an acknowledgement that things are just really crappy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where relationship is really important. Um, having one or two or a few key people in your life that you can say like this is this is where I am this is what I'm really struggling with and when I bring these things to you on a good or bad day I need your honesty to say this is a bootstrap moment this is a you are having a bad attitude moment mm-hmm. this is yes I will commiserate with you and pray with you and and acknowledge this is crappy moment you know having um people in your life that can speak to kind of the flux of yep of emotions and goodness, life is a roller coaster. Yep. So, yeah, it reminds me of that time that Amber picked me up to go to coffee, and I immediately started vomiting everything that had been going on in our house that day. And she's like, mm-hmm. "You know, usually if everyone has a problem, it's actually you that has the problem, right? What do we say? The phone. The Dang call it. is coming from inside the house. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so." Maybe you are having a rough time with your kids or with your spouse, with your family right now, and maybe it's a good time to check to check your heart on these things and to to change the atmosphere as best as you can using what you've got with where you're at right now. And, um, you know, pray for grace. Pray for a lot of grace mm-hmm. and eyes to see what needs to be seen. And uh, you can do amazing things. Fabulous. Okay. CEO of contentment? Is that what we are? CEO of today? Is that what we are? Resourceless? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But we do want to thank House of Tokumen for sponsoring season nine of Homemaker Chic Podcast, being the CEO of your home. Um, We do want you to go over to Instagram and follow their feed, House of Tokumen, T-O-C-U-M-E-N. Their website is Mm -hmm. hotrugs.net. But Annabelle is so amazing at sourcing these rugs that a lot of them don't even make it to the website because they sell so quickly. So follow the Instagram feed. And she has a really great highlight called Available Rugs. And you can browse rugs that are there that you can bring into your home. A rug can very quickly change the feel of a space. All of a sudden, those crappy couches you got look a lot better. (laughs) Yeah, you throw a plaid <laughs> blanket from the Goodwill over them and a new rug. That's right. <laughs> voilà. Yes, absolutely. Uh, again, thank you to our patrons for keeping Homemaker Chic on the air. If you would like to join in keeping the podcast up, visit patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic podcast. Of course, thank you to all of our sponsors. Thank you to Dry Farm Wines. Visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash Homemaker Chic to get your Christmas and New Year's Eve wines. And that's Mm -hmm. it for today. We're going to have a great weekend, probably do some painting, maybe some gift wrapping, and we'll be back here on Monday. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Cheers, you guys. See you then. Cheers.